0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to CDO Magazine series of one-on-one interviews with chief data officers, data leaders, and other key influencers. I'm your host, John Kimmerly, Global Strategic Healthcare Alliances leader at Pure Storage. I come from a fairly extensive healthcare background, so I'm very excited to be interviewing Shadal Manan, CDO at Bond Secures Mercy Health. Uh, welcome, Shadal, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you, John.
1: Excited to be here and uh, looking forward to the conversation.
0: Maybe just um, touch upon, you know, uh, Bon Secure's Mercy's cloud strategy. Uh, Sometimes, you know, I'll, um, again, always want to focus on the business or clinical outcomes that, uh, you know, the projects are trying to achieve. And uh, sometimes I'll challenge uh, some leaders, you know, is it a destination or is it an operating model or, you know, what types of problems are you trying to solve or opportunities that are unique that um, are are able to provide with those tools. So just cloud strategy in general, and any perspectives there?
1: Sure, yeah. So our cloud strategy is you know, uh, more of a hybrid model, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we do focus a lot, almost cloud first when it goes into the innovation space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but keeping always in mind how we can balance the two, because we are in a unique situation where you know We have tons of uh, legacy systems, yeah. as well as a lot of EHRs who are yeah. uh, still on-prem bound. And those are our key sources of data and key sources of value delivery, uh, whatever we build driven by data in many occasions. And on the same note, we do want to take advantage of the flexibility with cloud, with the variety of new technology and emerging technology that comes in the cloud space, Uh, taking advantage of various services, APIs, various SaaS applications Mm -hmm. and innovation that's going on and chat is on everyone's uh, verbative nowadays. So something Mm -hmm. like that whenever it comes out, we can quickly integrate it on our cloud environment. So that's why I have a balanced approach in that uh, perspective. Um, So all our uh, bread and butter reporting, all our regulatory and other compliance As well as um, uh, operational reporting, we use mostly on-prem data stores that we have within our EHR boundaries. And then for all the innovation work and the new uh, kind of uh, data ecosystem and building new um, uh, uh, advanced analytics or AI-driven applications, we are using the power of cloud um, A to use all the um, scalability, extendability, flexibility. And B, taking advantage of that uh, newer, shinier, innovative products that cloud mm-hmm. providers are mm-hmm. coming up mm-hmm. with. Uh, and the last point on this is, I think it's something you always want to still balance and uh, keeping cost also in mind. Right. Cloud is not necessarily uh, cheaper, but it can be enabler for many. Uh, mm-hmm. So for example, if you have a data science team who's using GPUs day and night, uh, the bill can really uh, go high right. if you're completely on cloud, and maybe you need a on-prem cluster that can provide that uh, flexibility and little bit of cost uh, uh, remedy or cost advantage. So you always want to keep you know the best of breed in mind and go with that, and uh, definitely not with the hype. Uh, I, I know not uh, everyone always think in a uh, balanced way uh, because of the you know temptation at times to go with the shiny object all the time yeah but yeah. i do think that you know cloud provides a tremendous advantage it's making a leap for us in many ways mm-hmm. but at the same time we want to be cognizant of how we balance our regulatory responsibilities our security responsibilities and cost management cost yeah uh, and on the last one on cloud also now the security and everything is becoming more and more robust so i'm also looking at some of our partnership and commercialization opportunities on cloud by building out more multi-tenant and highly secured environments of that sort.
0: From my perspective, uh, there are, um, I'm seeing all sorts of very unique solutions that are in between on-prem and in the public cloud that even further optimize uh, the model cloud adjacent, uh, you know, co-located data stores, direct connect to elastic compute, things like that. Um, Any... um, uh, you know, workload characteristics or innovation—you know, things that maybe a year or two, two ago weren't being talked about—that you're, um, you know, looking at that are, you know, in between—you know, definitely fall within that hybrid cloud, multi-cloud type, um, you know, uh, concept. But, um, you know, something that's different than just on-prem or in the public cloud.
1: Yeah, good question. I think we have those on our radar. Uh, it would. Uh, likely need some more high value use cases to start pursuing them. But uh, I think your question is spot on with the trend that we are seeing, which is uh, now that we are able to get uh, data from bedside devices, from our wearables, and uh, from uh, so many other interesting sources, and we are able to uh, combine them in a more effective manner and in real time, deliver the value through analytics or AI capabilities that can be life-saving, predicting heart failure or predicting sepsis or predicting certain uh, type of condition that may need immediate attention. So I think edge computing from that aspect we will become you know, more and more relevant and of importance. Uh, we have some use cases uh, along those lines that we are experimenting with. So that is something of our kind of future path. And I think it will start to add to the ecosystem that we are just talking about.
0: Yep. I, I uh, routinely said if the last 10 years, um, you know, uh, was about, you know, the electronic health record, automating these clinical process, starting to get the data flowing, you know, the next five to 10 is going to be about the data driving insights and advantage. And I think I was actually in Boston uh, um, looking at... Um, You know, Boston's Harbor and then Logan on the other side and thinking, you know, uh, infrastructure matters uh, when you get to the scale that we're talking about. I mean, it's, you know, the amount of data that our organizations are going to be working with will be, I don't know, 5x, 10x, um, the number of users. And especially if you add in the machine users and algorithms uh, that will be using that data, looking for uh, ways to improve care. I mean that's so you know the the user demand on the infrastructure is going to go um, you know 10 x as well so um, exciting times. Well, as a wrap up, um, as you look into your crystal ball and look at some of the technology trends, uh, what are some of the things that you think are going to be big uh, game changers for healthcare in in the in the next couple of years? Sure. Yeah. So I think
1: uh, there are tons of exciting things that's happening. As you know, I mean, uh, we are not only focusing on operational efficiency anymore, we are focusing on um, actually more improved diagnostics with uh, data and AI. We are focusing on uh, better patient uh, outcome by uh, better procedure matching or um, better treatment matching, again, using AI, be it Uh, analyzing the genomic profiles and matching it with the right Mm. procedure or right medicine. And then personalized medicine is a reality that is coming up next, obviously, and it's going to be tremendously data-driven using the patient's history or encounter history and efficacy of various drugs. So I think it's just scratching the surface at this time when it comes to how data can be an enabler going forward. And I'm super excited to see how uh, we are... uh, not only building out the infrastructure, which is a must, because that's the key enabler uh, with the right security and right governance, Mm -hmm. but also kind of moving ahead, poking around with tremendously creative innovation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way I see it is, and I call it often, is we are uh, driving or flying a plane while we are changing the engine or various (laughs) components quite often. And I think that's a fascinating place to be, and it's going to be the reality for near future. And one other innovation area I'm very eager to see, and my uh, team is also working on is how we can unleash the power of unstructured data. Mm -hmm. That is, I think, where uh, another focus I um, I, I expect to see in terms of innovation. As you know, in healthcare, um, unstructured data is probably 70, 80% of our data universe. Which is you know yet to be unleashed, so it'll be right. an exciting way to make it usable and how we can use it for newer and innovative use cases.
0: Thank you for your time uh, and insights. There's a couple of things that I learned and uh, focus on, and um, you know the 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 discipline that you and your team put around innovation was definitely one of them. It's um, you know it is a discipline, and you can create environments where. Um, much more agility and ability for uh, innovation to be lifted up. So appreciate it uh, and uh, look forward to connecting in the future.
1: Thank you, John. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And I think you covered so many interesting areas and uh, really enjoyed the conversation and looking forward to seeing you in Boston.